0: You're listening to an encore presentation of We the People. You can hear this show live every Friday night from 7 until 8 p.m. Your source for locally how you can get involved to make a difference. Tune in. Thanks for listening. Get out there and make a difference. San Marcos, Hayes County, and the rest of the world. This is We the People on a Friday night. And uh, we are deep in the heart of December, nice and chilly. And it is the 16th of December, Friday night. And you know every Friday night from 7 until 8 o'clock. Yes, Rob Burke is here with you on We the People. This is your show to find out how you can make a difference locally. We talk about positive things. I would talk about some negative stuff, too, but it's all about how you can get involved and make that difference. KZSM.org, True Community Radio. This is a political commentary show. The views expressed on the show are those of the hosts, the guests, not necessarily those of KZSM.org or SMTXCRA. So please don't go writing them any nasty letters. Send them all here to we the people at KZSM.org. Sam Marcus at Gmail. We'll be right back with you. We have got all sorts of stuff we're going to be talking about tonight and of course our eyes are on the holidays and our ears Studio with you. Ah, it's a chilly night. Yes, that north wind is coming down, and uh, it's going to be a chilly weekend. Uh, I was looking across the street here earlier today, you know, at the station, and as uh, uh, my other duties uh, entail, is kind of. And I'm keeping an eye on things around here. And uh, someone had left a shopping cart for HEB over there. And I was like, this is it just, ah, it's kind of ugly. So I uh, figured I took it upon myself before I did the show tonight to go over to HEB and to uh, take the cart back. And, you know, you always run into people at HEB. Okay. It is, you, you never quite know who you're going to come across and what you're going to see. But, This is part of being in a small town, or a small town that's grown big, is that we all kind of crisscross, and we know each other from different ways, and we, you know, and and you still just kind of say, hey, you know, when you run into people down there and people see you, and you never quite know, so just keep an eye out. Get out there and keep an eye out for a friend. Wish him a Merry Christmas, somebody that you haven't seen. You know, just think of it in a positive way. And, uh, you know, uh, Lisa is on the phone here with me. And, uh, you know, it, Little H-E-B is amazing to me, Lisa. The You know, it's kind of the central spot that we kind of catch people all the time, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's the,
1: the, the hot spot place to go.
0: Well, and then it's, and and the big talk now is, oh, the little HEB is uh, renovating, so everything has moved on the shelves, and for, uh, you know, this older OCD kind of guys, I like to know where my stuff is at. I can go in there and get it real quick, and now I'm, like, uh, looking around, it's like, oh, man, you know, the the things that we can complain about, the HEB is moving my peanuts and I can't find them, you know, it's... (laughs)
1: Well, but, you know, we're, we're busy people, and when, I mean, it's like, that's my beef a lot of times with coffee shops or the, I love cornucopia, that's where I shop, but, you know, sometimes people just sit and meander and yammer, and I'm like, listen, I'm busy, I'm working four jobs, five jobs at one time, and I need to go in, by, and, I, and I, quite frankly, I go to ATB maybe, once every other month for apples, because I dehydrate food, and and everything else, I buy a cornucopia, but I was wondering what was going on, because I noticed, like, all the shit, and I'm like, sir, I was, a friend of mine's car was broken, he needed some cat treats, and I'm like, cat, he goes, my cats are, the treats, I'm like, treats, my cats just get food, like, (laughs) like, my cats don't know what cat treats are, and I was like, sir, I need some cat treats, like, where's your cat aisle? So
0: what are they doing? Oh, they're just they're renovating and they're moving things around the store as they renovate parts of the store. They're doing it. They're keeping it open and uh, just, you know, trying to change with the times. It is still one of the smallest stores in the HEB uh, in all their uh, uh, I want to call it a fleet of stores, but it's not quite a fleet, uh, but, uh, you know, in, in all of their uh, uh, area. and But it's still, I wonder, used to be that it had the largest percentage of its sales in beer than any of the other stores uh, in uh, all of HEB land. So.
1: Well, well, and, you know, they are the number one selling of alcohol at that little H-E-B. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last time I heard, is that what you heard the last they- Yeah,
0: Yeah. It, well, it's as a percentage of its sales. Okay. So, you know, it's for that size of store, for all of its sales, they have the most percentages in alcohol. You know, it's because that's, you know, we're here by the university, of course. So, well, the reason that I I get back with Lisa here tonight was we were talking earlier this week. And I'm going to be talking a good bit at the, uh, towards the end of the show tonight on the um, Election uh, recount that I've been uh, following here and uh, all the stories on the local election. But she brought up something new that I had not heard about was that there was a lot of people uh, that were not happy about the grants that were awarded from the city. Uh, and there was some protest letters and some things that I just from, you know, different people that you just normally don't hear complaining about how the system is in San Marcos for you know, they all compete for uh, money from the block grant program that's given to the city. And so Lisa, tell us a little bit more about what what you and I were talking about the other night on that line.
1: Well, sure Rob. Um, You know, I was prepared to talk about the curfew and and I always prepare my speeches, and and um, I I didn't even I saw the the agenda item, and I've been really busy grading and stuff like that, and so I haven't done my usual read every you know stitch of paper, and suddenly um, all these speakers are are protesting the human service advisory board decision. And I'm like, whoa, this is an aberration in my 30 years of politics, having people come to the mic and protesting the decision. Now, for context, I would encourage the public to go to the San Marcos Corridor News. And there's two investigative reports that happened last year at this time. One was on December 15th, a year ago, and it's city council decides to give pals $20,000 receives complaints claiming their decision appears racist. The context of that article is that the Human Service Advisory Board, they don't seem to understand how the, the how municipal government works in this community. You have a board that makes recommendations and the final rendering of the decision is on the elected officials that the public installed in office.
0: City they, Council, Mayor, etc. Yes,
1: exactly. I mean, there have been many instances in which the P and Z decisions have been overturned by the city council. There have been decisions by the neighborhood commission, the historical preservation commission where the final buck stopped with the mayor and the city council. It's very clear when you and I've watched every video of every one of their meetings as of last year that they have very low level understanding of municipal governance. Uh, city inner workings process and and the needs of our community and so they got upset that the city council get awarded pals an organization with a long-term you know sherry boyette and i you know we had a disagreement about the microchipping but i support her as a a friend of san marcus who has i mean you know if you've got passion for something we could ad- disagree And and they did not want to give her money over a technicality with with paperwork, I think believe it was IRS paperwork. And yet one of the, the organizations they gave money to was first Baptist NBC with no documentation of past work. And one of the uh, ladies on the board accused one of the elected officials she says I'm telling quote I'm telling you that the aggressive move by one city council person is looking like something racist was going on and that demand to pull funds from First Baptist. So basically, she got mad that her rendering of giving money to an organization with no documentation of past work was racist, so she threw out the R word. So that's the first article I would direct the public to.
0: So this was first, last year though, right? This, this is last, this is last year, just for context this, and this history.
1: Is, this is the setup, exactly. The second, um, this. So, so the two articles are, the one I just quoted, uh, San, city council decides to give Palace twenty thousand dollars. Receives complaints from the board, right? So they're pissed off that they're not getting their way. The second article is exclusive. San Marcos city council caves after pressure from city's advisory board, accused council of being racist. So basically, this board, and see, there, this is a new board, is what I'm thinking. The city council used to look at all the applications and would go through the excel files all of the proposals they would rank the proposals and they would award money now for context there were organizations last year like bobcat bill that didn't get any money and one of these one of these articles actually has like a a bar graph where you can see the disparity between organizations with a proven track record of documentation that did not get anything. And then out of nowhere, these woke organizations with no track record, outsiders from Austin, who literally got, if you pull the old record, my recollection was like hundreds of thousands of dollars to study the problem of San Marcos, find an office, do public relations, and, and and then some of them were like, paying for administrative costs. With with the, that was their deliverables, right? We're gonna go. We're gonna figure out what the problem is in San Marcos versus giving money to pre-existing organizations with a proven track record of deliverables and receipts. So,
0: I'm and kind of these- grown based out of San Marcos too. You know, homegrown stuff. You're you're more saying right.
1: Well, that's exactly right. With with local volunteers, local administrators, proven track records, have been working with the community, know our community. And this road board last year gave all this money to these outside organizations. So, you know, I show up and I give my speech and they're like, whoa, like. It was like they went through a wind tunnel they're like uh and so you know i'm I, i'm following them right like i'm following through the year and i'm very busy just so the public knows i'm into ham radio i'm working with the city of san marcus and a um a texas organization to establish gmrs repeaters i'm establishing emergency infrastructure i've got proactive projects and five jobs that i do so i don't have time you know but so, but i'm still following these people and i'm asking for the receipts. and are the receipts going to be presented with this year's presentation of their their like desires. And I'm getting emails like, no, we're not gonna do that. And I'm like, okay. And so they're going through all this training because last year the public should know that a board member was calling other board members and negotiating totals for what appears to be In my mind, I'm wondering if this was a conflict of interest, because in what orbit do board members call other board members for money, for funding, and persuade other board members to change their vote, right? So, to me, that's like a conflict of interest and breaking quorum, and potentially breaking quorum. And so, apparently, they went through some, some training, gosh forbid. Um, before they render out hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I thought they had learned their lesson because I had an ethics complaint ready to roll. Well, I showed the to city council on Zoom and these organizations, these lo- like Costa, who serves our children, right? There's a curfew ordinance going on in these. And, and, like, and so they're all like protesting so let, let
0: me let me circle back here a second. I'm going to take a break, and we're going to come back here, Lisa. But So you go down to city council this last week, and the big one that you're seeing on there is this curfew ordinance that was coming, uh, that this was the second hearing of it. And all of a sudden, you're expecting to go in there and to be right up on the top of the list because you didn't think there was too much going on, and you find out you're like number 12 and that there are all of these people in line that are from CASA that are from all of these other organizations in town that are protesting this decision by a board correct is it do i have this right the well, human advisory board
1: that's exactly right and the packet has letters from CASA it has letters from, uh, let's see who else. Okay, so, so all talk- these
0: people, well, we're going to come back and we're going to talk in a little bit more, but I just want to kind of set it in everybody's mind. So you go down there and all of these people are there that you would normally not see rocking the boat. These are the people in these organizations that, you know, everything's in the background. Usually they're pretty much allotted, you know, a certain person and the money, and not too much changes year to year, correct?
1: You've absolutely encapsulated it perfectly
0: okay so we're gonna come back we're gonna take a break uh, and I've got Lisa Marie Copaletta the shark lady LMC is on the line with me here and uh, we're uh, getting a I'm giving her a little bit more time than I normally do for the shark tank tonight but I did want you to kind of be aware of you know when we see these things going on at City council and we see these interesting things it's like you know Sam Marcus you need to be aware something is going on in the bushes over there so we're gonna be right Back with you, KZSM.org, True Community Radio. This is We the People every Friday night from 7 o'clock until 8 o'clock. I'm gonna be right back with you. Y'all from the whiz here at KZSM.org. Be safe, have a merry one. You never know where it's gonna go.
2: I think I got the wrong house. Discover Texas. Seven minutes
1: from 68 p.m. Six minutes. I'm blind in Texas. I want to go home with the Armadillo. Worldwide on
0: KZSM.org. I want to tell you about Texas Radio and the Big B. Fuck, fuck, fuck. The last one
2: was the night before Christmas. What do we see over there? Looks like the door's propped open for Friday night with care. There's music and laughter and singing along. Where the set list is comprised of indie artists, great songs, while the world's children settle in for a long winter's nap. KZSM airwaves light up and your toes start to tap. There's original tunes and a few covers they share. The place to be Christmas Eve is right there with care. Santa checks out his list of these lyrical creatives, mostly Austin's finest, though not all are natives. Rob Kay, Maggie Mayfield, some Daryl Lee showed up too. Megan Groves, Richard Watson, and Tumbleweed Hill band just showed for you. With Bill Sibley music and Santa Baby for Wiggles, the rooftop reindeer will all be filled with giggles, with me in my nightcap and you on the couch. There'll be no sign of the green man, the powder, or grouch. Please join me on Christmas Eve for this special edition. Let us together usher in a new family tradition. Friday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, streaming on KZSM.org. True community radio in San Marcos, Texas. We're building bridges and uniting communities. Merry Christmas from Friday Night with Care and happy holidays to you.
0: And we're back with you here on Friday Night with Care. We are going to be encoring that uh, Christmas special from last year that she was just talking about that will be coming up here oh in uh, about another 45 minutes okay on uh, Friday night with care. and then next week she will be back here in the studio live uh, having her uh, 2022 indie Christmas special. So, uh, you know, tune in and uh, you can stand on board with that. You know, Lisa, I was, I know you have given up on Facebook, but I've been out there trying to put in some positive stuff on Facebook. You know, I just, everybody always does the negatives and everything. And I had uh, this last week, a young gentleman that uh, was over at the food bank uh, handing out some uh, uh, notices for them, but uh, he was helping out. And uh, as I uh, took his picture and uh, said, you mind if I post that? No. And he was with the uh, uh, university uh, federal credit union and young guy and had his shirt on. And so I posted out there and I had, uh, oh, uh, our mutual friend, Kathy, uh, who's uh, host Reyesus on Sunday av- uh, evenings from uh, seven until eight o'clock. Um, she had said, oh, I know him. He's the son of my friend. And I just, I, I had to laugh that, you know, Kathy knows everybody in town or, or, you know, the relations between them. But I just, I love the fact that, you know, we can go and put some positives out there and it's, yeah, I, I know him, and, you know, I, he grew up around here. And so that's the neat kind of stuff about people giving back to the community, people that have been here. We know them. Uh, there's that connection uh, that I can put some random picture out there somebody volunteering in the community, and they say, yeah, I, I know them. I know, the, you know, who they work for. And, you know, and I put out there about support who he works for and support, you know, the, his message because it was, uh, you know, we're, we're here to help. And uh, that was kind of my thought on that is, you know, that's what we're all here to do is we're here to help. And so what this whole thing is about is about block grant money that is given from the federal government to the cities. That is then divided up and you get to decide on, it can all go to one, it can go to anything, but that's how this, uh, it's your tax dollars, your federal tax dollars come back down locally and they get divvied up and this is how. And it has to be for some kind of social work, something to benefit the community for one way or another. And so you have groups, uh, CASA, when we talk about CASA, that is the, uh, um, that uh, helps for uh, um, kids. That when they are um, taken out of the home, they are there to kind of keep an eye, and that is uh, theirs that they've got. Uh, there are all sorts of different groups, the food bank, you know, all of these different groups. But you said the other night you went in to speak at city council, and you're down to number 12 on the list. And there's all of these people that are there that are up in arms about a um, the list that was given from the human service. Service Advisory Board for how this money is getting divvied up. And we're talking, you know, some pretty hefty sums of money, but it it gets broken down to groups that it's in the thousands, the 10,000s, the the 30, 40, 50,000s, you know, somewhere in there. But that makes, you know, that's somebody's salary or that that's, you know, so many meals or so many things that, you know, for different groups. Okay, I'm going to turn it back over to you kind of with that, but I'm, I'm on the right track, right?
1: Well, you've nailed it. Here are the issues issue number one is the city council used to make these decisions and they created a board so this board is completely out of line they awarded if you look at the the bar graphs that are on those two articles from last year that the reporters created they gave a, an inordinate amount of money to outside organizations and I've gone through the packet, and one of these organizations, Iron Sharpens Iron, It's they've only served four people in their quarterly, let's see, four people, three disabled, and four, and two. And their financial reports, there's nothing from July through September, which was due October 15th. Nothing from October through December. That's due January 15th. They asked for $200,000. They're from Austin and they were given a significant amount of money to set to find an office and determine what the needs are in San Marcos.
0: So these people that you referenced here, what did they get? What services did they get from them?
1: If you go through it, it looks like. Um, what they're saying is that they do stuff, let me see here. They talk about that, let me see here. Well, let me just kind of get through this, okay? Let me just play okay. Okay. out the argument. And then the other organization is First Baptist NBC, who last year, you know, they're from here and they keep talking about that old church. And I'm like, you mean the church that's falling down next to Don Lorenzo's? That's not where you're located. And they had no documentation last year. The board awarded them what I mean, they literally did, they did not give any money to some organizations through a fit when they, when they decide, the council decided to find money for PALS, and most of it was for administrative costs. They, if you look at their paperwork this year, they um, actually are also behind on their expense reports, and it looks like they have failed to submit information let me try let me find it real quick uh their receipts are late as well and i I, i'm sitting here trying to scroll through um it but they're also late let me see if i can find it real quick and so then i'm going to the grid Uh, i allege that they're let me see um here it is So they only turned in expense reports from January through March, but they did not turn in expense reports from April through June, which was due July 15th. They did not turn in expense reports from July through September, which was due October 15th. Okay, so so
0: these things that you're saying that they're due, let me just go back on it real quick. That is uh, uh, because they're getting federal money and they have to report to the city on the quarterly basis on these things. Is that it?
1: From the money that they got last year, and these are two organizations that have never gotten money before from the city. This rogue board, I allege, picked their favorites, right? Because it's, I mean, you look at the bar graph, it's pretty clear that organizations out of nowhere, one from Austin, both of the, and then this local one who had no receipts to prove that they've done stuff in the past, they both got the top amount of money, the very tops of the heap, and they did provide from what they got from last year's money so to me that's a red flag and that's concerning and that should have been a rubric that should have applied in one of these organizations all they had to do all, all they claimed that they were going to do is find what the needs are in our community now let's juxtapose and then this year now this minorities for equal justice and economy education liberty and justice asked for two hundred thousand dollars they got which appears to be more than anybody else got. So an organization that doesn't even know our community is paying, and and I'm looking through their packet right now, and I don't even see a breakdown of what they want. And then you juxtapose that with organizations who submitted an appeal letter like CASA, who came to speak. You juxtapose that with people like the food bank. Who submitted a letter of appeal? You you juxtaposed that yeah. with Nosotros La Gente, San Marcos Housing Authority, Southside Community Center, uh the uh Greater San Marcos Youth Council,
0: right? G S M Y C
1: Youth Service Bureau.
0: And all of uh, these groups filed. Submitted l- an
1: appeal letter yeah. because they were giving favorites to an organization from Austin. That has done has no is behind on their receipts, and the sole purpose of their getting hundreds of like over a hundred thousand dollars last year, if my recollection serves me right. Don't hold me to it because I don't have the date in front of me, but that's my recollection. And I'm usually pretty much on the money. Their whole mission was to come to San Marcos, find an office, and figure out what the problem is.
0: And we've got organizations that are here that have been. Uh, that are have been part of this community for for many many years and uh, so they're trying to you know to to go and to get this funding as well it's the same you know we're a 501c3 here with the uh, radio station we had a board meeting the other night we're trying to figure out you know yes we want to go on ahead and get on the air and uh, but uh, you know the city is not paying as much for things and uh, you know we've got to try to come up with money for things you know and we've got to keep Uh, the heat on and everything else so you know what is it that the missions are for the the city and if we've got people that are coming and that are taking money away from ones that know that hey you know we can streamline this money here locally we've already been working with you if there's a problem then we need to know about it is there a reason why the city is not going to these organizations but it's a big red flag for me and this is where I perked up on this when we talked the other night that you are (laughs) seeing these people line up at city council and writing letters of protest okay that tells me right there that we have a problem in this community with being able to look at what are the social services who are the ones that we need to prioritize how do we get this so that we are all working together and how do we keep these priorities funded and when we can have people that can come in and gig the system to uh, from outside maybe they are are great maybe there's some things but so far you haven't been able to give me any really? one of the anything that tells me what the heck they're doing
1: well here um, I've got it in front of me so the one that that this Iron Sharpens are in this this M-E-L-J who got all of this money was at the top of the heat who's from Austin who is behind on their deadline of October 15th basically it appears to me that they're paying themselves a salary versus the food bank which is providing food to those who are starving in our community or Southside or the Housing Authority which is providing housing or the services for our youth like the Youth Service Borough and CASA. Their project status is we met with multiple landlords Uh, discussed base. we followed up with leads we're posting and interviewing student interns we're meeting with people developing forms and intake of person who are seeking services so no services have been provided they're behind on the receipts. and if i do the grid it looks like four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen thirteen fourteen people have been served for over hundreds of thousands of dollars and that is people like last year bobcat bill didn't get any money and they were not awarding they were cutting the funding for like the ones who help the animals so yeah. it seems like people are paying and then you and i even talked about this you know i'm sorry but but you know some of these people were getting money for conferences uh and and they admitted that they had uh, there's one individual and i'll tell you right now joni wilson called me i used to babysit her kids i gave her a bunch of American artwork. We were friends 30 years ago in grad school. And out of nowhere, I get a phone call from her when these articles are coming out. And basically she admitted that she had talked to them and she was getting money for a conference on how to love yourself, which sounded to me like a lot of critical race theory. And it was so much money that could have gone to services like Bobcat build, which helped my neighbors. And so it seems like this board is is picking favorites. They're not giving it to our long-term established people who are providing services like housing and food. And these people are paying themselves salaries. And it seems like all of the investigative reporting and the, the public outcry, oh, and here's the kicker. So these people apl- gave their, um, they wrote their letters, and I think you've encapsulated it brilliantly. Rob, is these are the organizations who never rock the boat, right? They're not like the LMC. They, they are gonna, they're gonna like keep their head down, serve their communities, and 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 be very thankful for what they get. This is how out of orbit it was that you had those many people. Doing that. So you've uh-huh. got all
0: these organizations that are doing this that are coming up there that you normally wouldn't hear. You know, they're they're gonna go below the radar and they're not happy that something so something got upset with the process. Something's not right. And oh, here it is. So, I
1: got it. I remembered it. So basically they appealed and you could see all of the appeal letters and you hear the public speakers and the board's responses. We're not gonna. We're not gonna deal with these appeals. We think that, like the process, I can't remember the verbiage, but it basically in their brains, it's a, it's a, it's, it's just a non-issue. So, is the city to...
0: council gonna take this up then, or where are we at? Well, Why did you this hear this?
1: This is what I'm thankful for, because most people know Jane and I have been at odds over a, a myriad of issues, and she, she got it. She got it that her, her constituents in these. These established track record nonprofits were writing letters of, of protest, which the board refused to render over, citing some procedural that they didn't think it was like, I, I can't remember the verbiage, but I'm like, listen, if you're following bylaws, this is in your bylaws. So the with the letters, with the public speakers, and then I said in my speech, I, I literally jettisoned my curfew Um, speech off the table and I wrote one in real time and I'm like listen you need your rubric is to give money to long-term local organizations and to table this and she did and I was really thankful and so I fired off a lot of open records requests and I intend to look at all of the receipts from these organizations that were favorites of this rogue board and find out what they're spending their money on and I am and let me tell you last well Lisa, we,
0: we have got to we got to move on on this one but so go ahead and finish it finish where you're headed
1: well I guess just the bottom line is San Marcos you know it, it just it, it's just unfortunate that we have a board that thinks that they're above the City Council and above procedures and is disrespecting long-term organizations I may not you know uh you know it's just so, it's just so shocking that these organizations like Southside are writing appeal letters and and costa i just well and you know, that's all i have
0: to say well and what i want to do is okay so we're going to follow up on this and we're going to keep you posted on when it is going to come back up before the city council i may even try to get one of our uh, the mayor it's one of our council members to speak to this if i can uh but lisa is going to be going through all this with their open records requests and uh, we'll keep you posted folks on uh where this one is at because uh, just something interesting from the local level Level that uh, you need to know about, Lisa Marie Coppoletta, Thank you very, very much for coming on tonight on short notice. I do appreciate it.
1: Oh gosh, I appreciate it. I, I had to pull up all my files. I was in the middle of doing ham radio stuff, and so next time I'll be much more prepared with the data. But it's it's just I would I would encourage the public <laughs> to pull the record.
0: Lisa, thank you very much. Okay, my now. Sorry, bye. Uh, KZSM.org True Community Radio and uh, yes we get at, we all get uh, riled up about our activism we'll be right back with you I've kind of gone over a little bit on my break spots so we're going to get a few things rushed along be right back with you KZSM.org True Community Radio again the uh, views expressed on the show are those of the hosts my guests and those may not be mine either folks okay but uh, and uh, are not necessarily those of KZSM or SMTXCRA and And again, if uh, you want to make any comments on the show or send anything in to us, uh, you can click on the Contact Us on our website or you can go and send us an email at KZSMsanmarcos at gmail.com. We'll be right back with you.
2: Do you love listening to great music? Are you interested in topics that can blow your mind? Do you like having a good time when listening to the radio? If so, then listen to Into the Gray, Friday mornings, 10 till noon. Into the Gray is a public interest radio program we can all enjoy. That's Into the Gray, Friday mornings, 10 a.m. until noon, on kzsm.org in San Marcos, Texas.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, y toda mi gente, my name is Josh, also known as DJ Alpha in the Mix, and I am the host of the all new Latin Energy Show on KZSM.org San Marcos. I'm inviting everyone to tune in every Thursday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. and join the Latin Energy Party. It's all about community connection here, so tune in, support, and we'll see you on KZSM.org. Yes, it is all about community connection here at KCSM.org. This is Rob Burke, your host with you here on a Friday night, chilly Friday night. we got the cold coming in off the north. Uh, Wind is coming in, going to be chilly this weekend, but uh, hey it is going to be sunny come on out and uh, you know come around the downtown area if nothing else come by the radio station right next door daughter of the wild it's our new neighbor just go in and she's got some cool stuff just to see and uh, she's got the bubble machine outside i posted on my facebook page today uh, the stories of her bubbles and uh, some great stuff there but there's all these stories all around us folks Take and use your social media to be positive uh, and to try to, you know, you may see something off. But, you know, also get some positive things that people that you see out there that are going on. One of the things this last weekend, we were out doing the um, uh, the run uh, was uh, the weekend uh, last, last Saturday. Uh, we were uh, doing the uh, Christmas jingle bell, uh, Santa's jingle bell run, and we were doing the Christmas music for that from uh, 10 o'clock till or 9 o'clock till 10 o'clock uh, this last Saturday morning. And we are going to be having that on our Christmas uh, Eve and Christmas Day special, so uh, listen in. Um, but I went out and was taking pictures, and people were running along the uh, route out here, and I saw somebody go over and say, watch out for the hole! And I had missed it. I I was kind of seeing it, and I looked, oh, sheesh. And uh, then someone else came along and said, uh, yeah, you know, somebody needs to report that to the city. And I'm like, well, here you go, you got your guy. and so I'd uh, snapped some pictures, and I didn't see anything on Monday. I said I'm going to give it till Monday, and uh, they didn't. Nothing happened, so I went in ahead and um, contacted one of our city council members, uh, who has been on the show, and uh, uh, asked him to uh, forward to one of the assistant city managers. Now you don't go for this, um, as you don't go for the city manager quite yet but you forward to the assistant city manager they will then give it to the right person and that is sufficient enough that something will get done so sent that in Monday he uh, had sent it out Monday evening sent some emails out Tuesday evening, I came back by over here and by the station, and the hole was still there. I took a picture, sent it back again, said toll's still there. Uh, Wednesday, I didn't get a chance, but I came back in Thursday, yesterday, and that hole was covered up. So, yes, you can make a difference, folks. Just something that simple, all right? We all can, you know, if you do things right and you laser point it, Yes, something as simple as covering a hole so that uh, bicyclists don't run into it. it's right on the bike lane down here, guys. Okay, it's just a, its a lawsuit waiting to happen. Don't get any ideas. Don't go trying to run for our folks on the uh, <laughs> that handle the lawsuits around here. But it is a—you uh, know—it's—it it, could be a cost of the city. Uh, so. Let's, you know, where I was going from that, though, is about being positive in your posts and, uh, you know, looking out for ways to help locally. And, you know, we listed a lot of those organizations. Uh, I want you to be thinking about going and volunteering. Whether it is with something like KZSM, your heart could be in the radio station, or it could be just handing out food. Got to see one of my old uh, time neighbors when I was taking the picture the other day uh, getting uh, some info over at the food bank, and uh, she was over there uh, distributing. And it's always great to see people jumping in and helping out. And uh, because, you know, these are people that have been involved, you know, them from the schools, you know, them from the areas. And, you know, this is how you can get involved. If you are new to the community, Okay, this is a way to really get involved and to get embedded into the community. Go down and, you know, if it's homeless shelter, okay, you know, Southside can always use help in many different ways. Call them up and find out. All right, go around and, you know, whether it is with the animals, you can go and to help. Now we talked about the boards and the city of San Marcos is uh, got on the website and if you go you'll see it right off the bat is uh, or on their Facebook about uh, signing up to uh, for the boards and commissions and what you do is you uh, go on ahead and give them a little bit of info about yourself and you know that you live in the city and yada yada and then you go on ahead and you pick out of the boards and commissions now none of these are paid folks but what you would want to be you know what your interest is and what they do is they go through and they look at your first selection your second your third and um, it goes around robin down at the uh, city council meetings and they basically appoint uh, people to these boards and and uh, generally, if it's a, a board that you want to get on, you know, it's not that hard. Now, the planning and zoning is probably the one of the more important ones. I was talking to someone about getting on. Uh, he said someone would, had wanted him to get on that and about how he did it. And I was talking to him about that the other day. And so I encourage you to... Uh, get involved okay you learn Robert's rules you learn how to run a meeting you learn about you know who these people are in the community all right you find out you know how government works you can actually make recommendations that can affect policy that can affect the future of our city all right just from being on one of these boards So uh, whether it's parks, and parks is usually one that's a little bit more, uh, but the Housing Authority, there's, uh, you know, all the Arts Commission, all sorts of different boards. So uh, go and check that out and volunteer. I'd like to see that. And uh, kzsm.org, True Community Radio. I'm back on track right now, folks. We went a little bit over on the other one, and I'm going to come back, and we are going to talk about the uh, – I've been talking the last few weeks – about the elections and about the uh, tallies. We're going to talk about that when I get back. And then uh, real quick, we'll uh, talk about, uh, you know, how you can make Christmas better and then uh, taking some of that time afterwards to start thinking about what's coming up at the uh, uh, at the legislative session okay so we'll be right back with you kzsm.org true community radio this is rob Roark, host of we the people here on kzsm your community radio station in san marcus texas again the views expressed on the show are those of the hosts the guests and not necessarily those of kzsm.org or smtx here. i'll be right back
2: Tune in every Saturday night on KZSM.org, San Marcos True Community Radio for Discover Texas, showcases musicians as well as
0: performers, filmmakers, comedians, and you just never know what you might hear on Discover Texas, heard live every Saturday from 6 to 8 p.m.
2: only on KZSM.org. Share it, listen to it, tell
0: somebody. Discover Texas on KZSM.org.
1: Her voice can call up a ghost and soothe him to rest again, and she'll ease you out of the stress of your work week and right on into your weekend. She's got live and recorded music you want to hear and interviews with people you want to meet. Tune in Fridays, 8 to 10 p.m. for Friday Night with Care, right here on KZSM.org, San Marcus's true community radio
2: station. Raices, Roots. Hosted by Kathy Lara, our past, our present, our future. Join the conversation, hear the stories, every Sunday at 7 p.m. right here on KZSM.org, your true community radio station in San Marcos, Texas.
0: Yes, join us uh, for Asus. Uh, going to be having about the uh, Christmas pageant, and uh, we'll be uh, talking about that this week, and having some musicians in. It's going to be a good show. Uh, so it's this uh, Sunday night from 7 until 8 o'clock. Uh, Kathy is your host. Yes, I'm here behind the scenes, and oh, I I try to kind of uh, pick up on the conversation when I can, but it is about the history of San Marcos, and it's about the history that is now in the history going forward forward. It's about getting people involved in learning about what's going on. And you know, we all do this in different ways here at the station. It is involving you, engaging you in the community. I was uh, having some people stop in today that were asking about shows, and we've got so much that's going to be happening in the next year. I'm really excited about that. Uh, but I was just sitting down and talking about our mission is to entertain, enlighten, and engage the community. And so, you know, we, we can't bore you. We got to be entertaining, got to keep these things going along, and, and got to, you know make them good but it's also enlighten, enlightening and engaging and getting you out and getting you involved. And that's the important part of this is that it's this is how you build community and we keep things going is that we have you getting engaged. And this is one of the, the roles of this show is to talk about you know how you can get involved at the local level. So I had uh, Sam Brandon had been uh, here Oh, on We the People uh three weeks back, and we were talking about how they were having problems with the uh, recounts and that they were supposed to be doing a special recount of uh, that you have uh, required by law that's a sample and that that did not go well and that they were supposed to have two more recounts that were scheduled. One of them was for uh, uh, our uh, judges race, which was only a couple hundred votes uh, in between uh, Mark Jones and uh, Ruben Becerra. And that was a real critical race. That was uh, decided by 775 votes. That was the closest one. And then we had the uh, district attorney David Perrier and Kelly Higgins. Now that was 5,000 votes, 5,300 votes. That that was off. And. Uh, the uh, they started the one for uh, the judges' race. They did the counting of the manual ballots and the mail in ballots, and they said no, nah, it didn't seem like anything was off to them, and so they just stopped the uh, recount at that point. Now, David Perrier decided he wanted a full recount, he's got deeper pockets, he is a former uh, uh, uh judge on the appellate court level okay the Criminal Court of Appeals okay and uh, or I'm sorry the Court of Appeals not the Criminal Court but the General Court of Appeals and uh, third district uh, here was uh, in the Central Texas area he was on that uh, court and uh, you know if you have you want to appeal a judgment you know, they took away your child, uh, you have uh, 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 something that you feel is wrong and you want to appeal that, that goes to that court and that was where he was at. So he had gotten voted off of that court and uh, had ran uh, here in Hayes County. West Mao is stepping down. Now we don't know what he, where he's going, but Wes Mao is the Republican. He is the uh, uh, current uh, district attorney, and he is the outgoing. He's lame duck uh, basically is it right now. And David Perier is the uh, uh, is the uh, current candidate. our current candidate, is the Republican candidate that lost in this election to Kelly Higgins. Kelly Higgins is the Democrat. Kelly Higgins uh, is a um, progressive, and he has stated that uh, he is not looking to um, uh, for marijuana offenses in the county. He is not looking to uh, uh, have those uh, prosecuted. Okay. But per year came out that, you know, he was for gun rights. He was for the Republican side of things. And, you know, he is for law and order and, you know, whatever the state law says, that's what he's going to uphold. So he lost, and we've been having a recount the uh i was part of that where it was manually looking at each of the ballots we went and flipped over and counted and we tallied up these sheets and we did all these tally sheets we got done with this and they were still making copies uh and you know still not quite done with the recount in a lot of ways we're going to talk about that in just a second but the county came out and had a uh, a press conference, and you may have seen this uh, last Thursday came out and uh, it was all put in a whole bunch of the different papers, that the recount was completed and they did not have any ballots that were contested that were, you know, we did, didn't see these things. Okay. But here's where everybody missed this, is that what they're looking for is not, you know, they want to put their eyes on the ballots and want to see this. But they want to know if every single one of those, uh, you know, ballots that were given in that race, 87,255 votes were cast in that race. Okay, and we've got uh, 90,000 voters. It was over, uh, so you have a lot of the races, they didn't select that. OK, but so you've got over 90 some uh, thousand voters uh, in the uh, uh, in this uh, total that voted in the county. All right. We've got to go and make copies of every single one of those for the uh, for the Republican. He's allowed to do that by law and the county only has one copy machine. He's bringing in another copy machine and we've got to manually do this and the county is just we just want to be done with this and yet the problem is that the county has not published and i've i've asked uh, this uh i'm about waiting on about two or three days now from uh, ruben becerra from a text that i sent him i have not done a formal request to the county but i'm uh, talking to the candidate and the candidates still saying that they have not gotten a total uh, list of all of the tally sheets, in other words, all the counts that people did, that we'd manually did, okay? Those should all count up, add up, and it should add up to what the uh, those numbers that I was just telling you that were provided by the voting machines, by the electronic machines. Now, am I sitting here saying, oh, we're going to be having all this stuff where Trump won? And No, this is not what I'm getting at it is from a standpoint of being an auditor okay and being audited and this is my professional career no it is not in radio folks uh, you know this is uh, i don't get paid to do this i'm just glad that you listen to me do this but it is going back with military and with a Nuclear Regulatory Commission, folks coming in and auditing my companies, all right? I know what you look for and how you do these things. And so they're following the law by Texas, what's supposed to be happening. But the recount is not about, you know, here, look over here. It is always, remember, we talk about this. Anything with government, look the other way. When they're trying to direct you one way, yes, I'm very suspicious. I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat and I'm going to look, you know, because you know what? Okay, so maybe they are right. You know, have you ever heard anybody from uh, says I'm from Missouri, I'm from the show me state? You know, no, I'm not from Missouri. I'm from Texas. I'm from San Marcos, but I still believe in showing me the data. So you show me the data that says that we're within a few votes for given any precinct 120, 113, whatever it may be. And if the tabulated votes, it's what they call the canvas, okay, which is all of the votes that they submitted to the state. And they said for precinct 120, we had 20, you know, you had 2000 voters in precinct 120, just give or take. Okay. Whatever it may be that your manual count and your electronic count are within a couple votes okay yeah there may be some variation I got that we're hand counting but you had two people counting at the same time and you had somebody going and counting it off and you had two people watching them it dang well better be on track okay so I'm not going to go any further into that, but that we are still copying, and they've kind of called off the copying. But then they're saying no, we need to, and this is going to take a while to get done. So I still don't have an answer for you, but don't believe that the recount is done. All right, we've still got to find out that magic number and what those may be. Okay, so we're going to keep you posted on that one as it goes, and uh, also. uh, where the other thing we're going to keep you posted on too is that the current Attorney General, remember I talked about West Mao Attorney General, I'm sorry, uh, the uh, District Attorney West Mao is uh, put to Ken Paxton, who is the uh, uh, State Attorney General, a request to uh, whether about certain things about the ordinance that was passed here in San Marcos for marijuana and about whether the big one is about whether the odor can be taken off. And that is a big one that the police use a lot of times is that we smelled marijuana and then it leads to other things. And so that is a big part of this that they wanted out of and they wanted in the in these uh, five uh, st- uh, cities that pass this. And we are one of those and uh, where the city council isn't asking for this. This is an outgoing Republican district attorney that since the incoming uh, district attorney is not going to be Republican. He's trying to throw any wrench he can into the system right now. You know, I'm sure somebody asked him to do that, and I'm glad he's doing that, and we're going to find out. But guess what? There is, oh, there's a war that's going to be going on, folks. We're going to be covering it. We've been covering it. We're going to be covering it through the holidays. The other thing is I want you to go out and do your homework and start watching about what is going on at the state legislature. I want you to be ready because we're going to come back, and we're going to be making calls because there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to be filed, a lot of stuff going on at the legislature that is going to be busy. Uh, and so we will be with you next week uh, right before christmas so uh you know make sure you stay tuned and coming up next we have got friday night with care we've got an encore from last year for you and then next week is going to be live with her christmas special kzsm.org thanks for joining us get out there get involved make a difference and get out this weekend we'll be out there uh, all my usual flea market spots come by and say hi